Hello, my name is Norm. I'm a middle-aged dad. And I'm Ari, a K-pop enthusiast. And this is K-pop for old people. Where we talk about K-pop and stuff. And stuff. So, uh, who are we going to talk about this week? Today we're going to talk about Itzy. Itzy, alright, that sounds interesting. Yeah. Before we talk about Itzy, what's new with you? Um, not much really, just um, listening to Twice's Geo's new album, and like, you know, getting ready for school, because that's happening soon. Yeah, you are getting ready for school soon. Geo's got a new solo album? Mm-hmm. That's cool. How's that? It's okay. It's like not really my favorite. A lot of people don't really like it. I think like the title track is pretty good. I like the chorus and whatever, but like most of them not really growing on me. Okay. Well, I know one other thing that's been up lately is we were on vacation Hmm. and we had a pretty good time on vacation. Yeah. Uh, One of the things that we did while we were on vacation is you taught me some K-pop dancing. Yeah. Uh, How do you think I did? I think you did pretty good for sort of a beginner, I guess. Because, like, most of these dances I just have in my brain. But, like, when I try to actually learn them, it doesn't work out very well. So, like, I can see the position that you're in. Yeah, I mean, there's a learning curve for sure. I'm not much of a choreography guy, Hmm. uh, usually. So, it took me a little bit. But um, I thought it was... It was definitely a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, We had a good time. But... uh, there's definitely, I can tell the difference between knowing the song really well, like you do, mm-hmm. and less so for me, and yeah. then also just like my musical brain of wanting to like break everything down into rhythms and such, whereas you were more familiar just with like the YouTube videos and... Yeah, and just like what moves go with what words in the song and whatever. But uh, it was a lot of fun, and we can probably do it again sometime. I'll, yeah. I'll get a little bit better each time, I hope. <laughs> so in other K-pop news in my front, uh, I watched some videos, as I do. Fun. Uh watched some videos from Stray Kids. Because mm-hmm. we talked about them last time, and uh, you recommended some, and I watched a bunch of them. I think more than you even recommended. Wow. Uh, Part of that was just my curiosity, but then as I got into them, it became... Let me me just put it this way. I have a lot of questions. (laughs) Maybe I can answer some of them. I hope so, because... (laughs) And and I want to be clear. None of the things that I'm going to say right now are criticisms of Stray Kids. I thought they were all perfectly fine videos. Maybe not my thing per se, but I think they were a little bit different than any of the other groups that I've watched so far. Yeah, I can understand that. And it honestly uh, sparked a lot of questions in my mind. Mm. But I can also say I totally get why they caught your attention and why you liked them initially. Yeah. Because even though it might not be my thing, knowing you and what you like... It totally makes sense why you gravitated toward them. Yeah. So let me start with the first one that I watched was Maniac. Yes, probably one of my favorite Stray Kids songs. Cool. Right from the outset, you could tell like the aesthetic that they're going for. Like we talked about the whole Stray Kids thing and like being kind of outsiders and the whole like lyrical themes of yeah. it's cool to be different 
be yourself, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But also with like sort of a, a like all of them were really aggressive. What? I, I mean, all the songs that I listened to seemed like there was a certain aggro element to not just like, hey, we're different and we're having fun, but they were also like very much like, hey, we're tough. We're like badasses. I guess. That, that didn't strike you? Not really. Okay. Maybe it's just my take, but um, like even the like the titles maniac, like the whole thing was like, hey, we're maniacs. <laughs> we're a group of maniacs. We're individually each maniacs. Yeah, we're like you know all crazy on the inside, but like it's not normal, so we don't show it. Right. Even though normal doesn't really exist. Sure. And the other overarching theme that I noticed from like all of them, and I'm curious. How much of this is a Stray Kids thing and how much is like a more generalized K-pop thing? Mm. But I noticed they seemed a lot more uh, androgynous than I would have anticipated. That's kind of sometimes a thing in K-pop because like, you know, there are like wearing makeup and like all these cool outfits and like occasionally wearing skirts and whatever mm-hmm. stuff like that which is kind of normal in k-pop at least more now because mm-hmm. like i don't know but like with girl groups they're kind of pushed towards the whole you're girly wear girl stuff and mm-hmm. things like that and they like even if they don't like to they like show a lot of skin usually yeah which usually makes them uncomfortable and that's why there's like a whole problem with stuff like that and like double standards in k-pop yeah And I should also say, like, I'm not leveling that as a criticism or anything, like I said. Like, it's just an observation because androgyny and pop music have gone together forever. (laughs) There's a million examples I could think of. I mean, you could even go probably back to, like, the Beatles Mm. having their, at that time, what was considered long hair. Yeah. And, you know, even more so as the culture evolved. And so I get like from a modern perspective where ideas like gender fluidity and gender queerness and stuff like that are mainstream culture now. um, It makes total sense. And, you know, me like as a performer, I've definitely done plenty of stuff that's uh, one could call androgynous as well. Yeah, I've seen you plenty of times like wearing skirts and makeup, and I think it's really fun because you're showing who you are. Well, yeah, and that's why I do it, right? As a middle-aged man, I'm not trying to be rebellious against anything necessarily, I don't think, although, you know, one could argue we don't need to get into the psychology of it all necessarily, (laughs) but, you know, I'm being myself, and that is part of my expression my whole life. And so, yeah, I think it's totally cool that they can do that. It's the juxtaposition of that with what I'm terming the aggressiveness of some (laughs) of these videos is an interesting combination because I know that like, especially with boy based groups, um, in my experience, there is sort of this interplay between trying to be masculine enough to seem like tough or attractive in a heteronormative way. Yeah, I 
guess. <laughs> I know that I'm kind of <laughs> breaking down gender theory stuff going on right now, but like to seem attractive to girls, right? I guess, yeah. But also not so aggressive and not so masculine that they seem threatening to young mm, girls. Yeah, yeah. And so like it's interesting how that shakes out in K-pop, I guess, and, and K-pop today because I'm sure that's changed over time as well. Yeah, probably a lot. So anyway, back to the actual songs that I listen to. Listen to Maniac. Uh, I listen to Thunderous because mm-hmm. that's one you recommended. Same kind of same kind of vibe there. I thought where it, it seemed to be about being different, but also being tough. Yeah, like another thing about K-pop now is like a lot of men are wearing crop tops, which is usually seen as like a more feminine thing, which I think is pretty cool, actually. I like the style that they have because like one of the members straight up has one of his abs out Mm -hmm. (laughs) in the in Thunderous. Yeah, yeah. Which from like me knowing his personality is so not like him. Mm. Because like I feel like he's more of a shy, introverted person. Definitely not the one to go walking around with like his left ab out or something (laughs) left ab (laughs) uh again it the song itself is got a masculine energy in that way aggressive Mm, yeah like masculine energy and then i saw on youtube because we talked about the characters the like little the cartoon characters animals the animal characters that they whatever they're called it said that it was the and I, f- I figured this out in, in like looking some of these things up. Like apparently stray kids, we didn't mention this last time, but apparently are sometimes they use the abbreviation SKZ. Yeah, yeah. And so they had an SKZOO, which I it's assume like is... like Skazoo or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like a portmanteau of that and <laughs> the word zoo. In other words, they're animals, yeah. right? Um, the animal stray kids, I guess. But... Like when we talked about it last time, uh, we were talking about them as cartoon characters, but there was a video of them doing the exact same aggressive masculine song, but they're wearing gigantic costumes. Oh, yeah, like the mascot type costumes. Yeah, like I've seen big, that before. Huge mascot heads with their faces yeah. poking, only their faces poking out, and they're yeah. like big, puffy. Like red jumpsuits. Yeah, that's like one of the performance outfits that they wear. Yeah, which blew my mind, <laughs> frankly. Definitely, like, I feel like Stray Kids is more of a silly group, like, off camera more. Okay. And, like, not very professional when they're not, like, doing music videos or things where they have to be professional, like, on camera. So, like, just, again, <laughs> the juxtaposition of, like, I'm really tough, but I'm wearing the silliest outfit. Yeah. Uh, that that video was like very very chaotic, like people losing their heads and feet and whatever, <laughs> falling down occasionally and fighting. So after I watched those, I watched the video for um, District Nine. Yes, which is I don't think one of them that you recommended for me to watch. I just chose to watch it because I remembered mm. you mentioning it. Yeah, that's actually their debut song. Oh, okay. The reason that it stuck out to me is because it, uh, I mean, because there's a movie called District 9, which mm, yeah. uh, is about an alien invasion. Mm, yeah. 
And uh, so I was just curious to see if it was related to that or not. Um, and so now knowing even that it was their debut song, that's interesting because, again, it was really aggressive. Like the lyrics were about, this is our district, don't come here if you don't belong. Like almost like a gang territory kind of thing. <laughs> and the video was, I guess, a little bit sci-fi. Mm. Uh, but not like specifically involving alien invasion or anything. Yeah, like that. I don't really remember that one because it's been a while since I've watched sure. it. I was never really a big fan of District Nine. But then I watched S Class. Ah, uh, yes, they're probably I'm pretty sure most recent song. Yeah, at least now. And I was curious about that. You did recommend it because it was the yeah. most recent. But I was also curious about the title because again, S Class to me refers to a car. Mm. Yeah, the only part that I can remember from there that like could somehow relate to what you're saying maybe is like the best of best on first class, which is one of the lines. Right. Well, <laughs> I, I I figured out from the lyrics that it is talking about the car metaphorically because like S class is you know, like the fanciest swer version. Swerving, I'm speeding on Serpent Road. Right. right. Like a car. Um, and like the S class is the the fanciest version of the Mercedes, yeah, uh, like luxury car. So they're basically metaphorically saying like we're the best, yeah, uh, we're super epic and cool. But that one was even more sci-fi and did have aliens, or at least a big tentacle monster, which I oh uh, yeah, like no a big idea octopus what, thing. What was going on with that either? I don't either. But the that other whole, thing about that whole the, video was pretty random. The, the other thing about that song, yeah, I agree with that definitely. Um, the whole thing about that song, though, that took me off guard was like the song's going along, and then like it basically comes to a screeching halt in the middle, and then there's like a hip hop section, which is like an entirely different song. Are you talking about like the rap or the dance break part? No, the rap. The rap. Oh, yeah. It's like a different beat. It's even a different tempo. It's like yeah. there's just a different chunk of song in the middle. And I've, then it goes back to the original tempo and the original. Yeah, I've heard that has been happening a lot in K-pop. Where it's like cool breakdown or something like that. I don't know. And that makes sense to me from like, okay, there's a bridge or a breakdown or a dance break or whatever. That makes sense. But I've, I don't think I've ever heard one before where it's like, it doesn't even stay at the same tempo. Mm. It's like a different speed. It's a different vibe. And then it goes back. I've like heard of K-pop songs stopping like the music in some random part of the song to like do things. But I never really noticed the fact that that was a different tempo entirely. Yeah. Because like, for example, in the song, What is Love? There's like a quick break in the song for Geo to run up the snowy mountain or whatever it was, and then it goes back to the actual mm -hmm. song. Because in the song part, when on like Spotify, when I listened to it, there was no break, and so I was used to listening to it with the music video playing. So I'm like, there's no break. That's kind of weird. But then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That happens sometimes. The only other thing that I can think of that's even close to that, which isn't really like that, is a Britney Spears song. <laughs> I think it's Oops, I Did It Again, because mm. there's, like, a part where, like, the song basically stops, and there's, like, this back and forth that, like, references the movie Titanic, which was, like, current at the time of that song's release. And uh, 
then the song just starts again. Mm. Um, and I, that was always like my least favorite part. I like, I, I wouldn't call myself a Britney Spears fan, <laughs> but I've been known to perform some Britney Spears songs at karaoke. So yeah, I'm familiar with her work. I guess. Anyway, I'm going on and on about this. Yes, uh, we're supposed to be talking about Stray Kids. Yeah. So anyway, yes, I watched the uh, S-Class video and then I also watched the cute animal version of that video. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is weird because it's set in like the same setting. Yeah, it's like an animated version. But there's animated cute characters, again, singing this song about being really tough and the best the best and uh and then you just look and it's like a little bunny break dancing or something and uh it's not it doesn't mirror the other video exactly but it's kind of like following a similar track and so like probably as best as they could do without making like problems yeah except it's like and whatever cute ducks and bunnies and stuff stuff i mean it was all entertaining to watch and the songs definitely have a style but i i couldn't figure out what was going to happen next everything seemed like yeah really unpredictable not that's a bad thing anyway um so what were some of the questions that you had if i could answer any of them well i think you answered many of them there were a couple of other things that just came up in just searching like for example here's one when I was searching on YouTube for Stray Kids, it would sometimes autofill the word kids without the dot on the I. Do you know what that's about? What? So like, you know, you start typing into YouTube and it starts giving you suggestions. And sometimes it will come up when the word kids is autofilled. It fills it with a lowercase I mm-hmm. in kids, except there's no dot which is like a different character. And so I was wondering if you knew, because like in all the official stuff, it has the dot over the eye and all of the logo and everything, it has the dot over the eye. But clearly there's been enough people entering a different character there to make it autofill that way. And I can tell from your face, I have have no idea what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I have no, I've never heard of that happening before because i always remember it having a dot on the eye because like i never remember it being like i've heard of it being written in like all capitals and whatever and like in like the logo it's i'm pretty sure it's a dot on the eye well that was another question that i had is that when i'm posting episode titles i'm trying to make sure that you're like spelling them correctly that i'm spelling them correctly and stuff and i've noticed that almost every one that we've done so far all of their names are stylized in all capitals yeah like with twice is all capitals txt even the x is capitalized and like the full name is tomorrow by together but that's a lot of words and it's all capitals bts is capitals blackpink is capitals um i can't really think of a group off the top of my head that doesn't have capital letters as the name other than stray kids which only the s and the k is capitalized yeah and that's what i noticed too and I didn't know if you had any insight as to why most of them are all capitals. But also, even if you shorten strike it to SKZ, it's usually capitals. Mm-hmm. And then occasionally, you know, you could write it in lowercase letters, but like that doesn't really matter. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like there's like a 
well-known K-pop explanation for that. But, Never seen that before. Okay, I'm going to show you here. <laughs> so look at the where it says Stray Kids there. Mm-hmm. No dot over the eye. What in the world? How is that possible? Well, <laughs> because it's probably a non-English letter, but I, I'm just not sure why. Because like Stray Kids, I'm pretty sure the name was originally in English, but then occasionally they'll like translate the pronunciation into Korean instead of like direct translating it to Stray Kids in Korean. Hmm. So I just did a real quick Google search here for a lowercase i without a dot. And it is a letter that is used in some languages, none of which are remotely close to Korean or English. They're all like sort of Eastern European. Hmm. So I guess if anybody's out there listening knows more about that, please let me know because I'm super curious about it. I'm very confused. All right. Well, we've been talking for a while about topics unrelated to this week's topic, which is Itzy. Mm -hmm. So let's find out about Itzy, or at least I'm going to find out about Itzy because you already know a lot. So teach me about Itzy. Um, So Itzy is a girl group under the company JYP Entertainment, like Stray Kids, which Mm -hmm. I've said before, JYP Entertainment is like one of my favorite um, companies ever. If I were to audition for a company, it would probably be JYP Entertainment. Um, but Itzy has five members, um, from oldest to youngest, is Yeji, Leah, Ryujin, Chaeyoung, and Yuna. So, yeah, those are fairly easy names, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, Leah is a fairly American-ish name, I mm-hmm. guess. But then there's, like, also Ryujin and Chaeyoung, who are, like, more difficult Korean names, I guess. Well, to an English speaker, I yeah. suppose, yeah. Because when I first saw the name Ryujin, I was like, what is happening but like now that more recently i actually know how to read korean so i know that it's pronounced like ryu i guess okay because i'm super confused how to fit r and y and then a u into one sound sure well when i think about that the first thing that comes to my mind because i'm a video game nerd is Uh, there's a character named ryu in the street fighter series yeah yeah and, like, there's this whole thing, because, like, I've seen multiple different idols with a name similar to Cheryoung, because there's Cher or Young. There's also, like, La Seraphim's Chaewon and Young from Twice. So, like, I can understand how you could probably get those people mixed up, or English speakers. Yeah, I guess. for sure. But, you know, I guess it's like any sort of naming in any language, there's certain, like, sounds that are common to a lot of names yeah because like most if not all korean names have like two syllables i guess mm-hmm. like for example ye ji li ah ryu jin chair young yu na and then there's like more that i could go off on but then there's like more um complicated ones like hyunin kai from txd even though he's not korean his name in Korean is four syllables, hmm. which when I first read his name was kind of hard to read without the Korean translation, I guess, because it's spelled H-U-E-N-I-N-G-K-A-I. So is it actually easier for you to read those names when you're looking at the Korean characters rather than the English transliteration? Yeah, 
because, um, for example, Kai's sister, Bahie, which I would not, without the Korean translation, ever be able to figure out how to pronounce her name, because it's spelled B-A-H-I-Y-Y-I-H. <laughs> yeah, that that is a mouthful. But, like, we as English speakers have very specific ideas of how a letter is supposed to sound, and they're just not... Or, you know, English sounds and Korean sounds just aren't the same. There's yeah. no good way to replicate them. So it makes sense to me that it would seem easier when you're looking at a Korean character that uh, that I corresponds can read. to a yeah. Korean sound rather than the English approximation of that. Because, like, when I tried to read it in English, I was I had no idea. So, like, I try to research her the korean spelling of her name and i was like oh that makes more sense now but yeah anyways back to itzy we're completely off track they debuted on february 12th 2019 with the song dala dala which is like different i believe in korean okay which is like the whole thing is about like i'm different i guess <laughs> i'm different and i'm fine with that mm-hmm. i'm fine with that and in fact i think it's actually pretty cool and like their most recent song, I originally wrote down Cheshire, Cheshire, however you pronounce it, because that was their other most recent song. Cheshire, like Cheshire Cat from yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Then they came out recently with a new album, which is a pretty good album in my opinion. I like the songs on it. Like I have almost all of them, if not all of them, on my playlist. Um, but I just wrote down None of My Business because that was the only one that I could think of because that was the one that came out first, even though I'm pretty sure the title track was Bet On Me. Actually, never mind. Bet On Me came first, and then None of My Business, then Cake, and then the rest of the album. Speaking of Cake, Cake was um, like... Like, some people really liked it, some people really didn't. And then, like me... I was one of them who liked it, even though it's kind of repetitive in the way that they keep saying cake over and over. But <laughs> the chorus is like they sang cake like seven times. I don't remember how many times they say it. But it's like a good song, in my opinion. I like them. I think my favorite in the album would probably be Kill Shot, which sounds very different than Cake, which um, doesn't have a music video. But okay. It is on Spotify. All right. I'm taking notes. Yeah. The only thing I have left written on here is that their fan group is Midzy. I don't so know. So Itzy with an M. And instead of a T, it's a D. I don't oh, understand okay. what it's supposed to mean. Because in more Gen Z-ish lingo, mid means like in the middle, like it's kind of meh. Like could be better, I guess. Sure. So I don't know why their fan group has that, even though I'm pretty sure they came up with the fan group before the term mid was a thing. Hmm. Another thing with, like, ITZY and, like, most JYP groups is, like, they're more focused on, like, dance and vocals and less focused on, like, rap and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, in ITZY, I'm pretty sure Ryujin and Yuna are the two uh, rappers, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like they do a good job, even though it's not the best. It's not as good as, like, some other groups have, but that's because they're more focused on, like, um, dancing and vocals and stuff which are probably the three things that you would focus on dancing vocals and rap and like other less important things would be like you know stage presence even though that is kind of a big important part so where does itsy fall in your ranking of like are you a big fan of them are they just 
okay in your opinion? What do you think? Mid question mark. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, Itzy is like definitely one of my more favorite groups, even though I'm not like a big, big, big fan. Like I am with like Twice and DXT and other stuff like that. They follow like probably right above Stray Kids. Okay. Because, like, their songs are catchy, their dances are nice, and stuff like that. I'm definitely a big fan. I, like, keep track on, like, their recent albums and stuff. Hmm. All right. But I wouldn't say I'm, like, a crazy fan over them, I guess. Sure. Do they have a concept? I never remember anyone's concept ever, unless it's, like, really shocking and amazing. Well, I always ask because it's something that, to me, seems specific to K-pop. Like, I don't know of other styles of music where everybody has a defined concept like that's part of the idea of being a k-pop group yeah they kind of like have specific things that you probably wouldn't find anywhere else really in other places like for example like you know the whole roles of the members and whatever mm -hmm. like for example yeji is the leader of um itzy because she was the one who practiced the longest because that's like kind of the rule of jyp entertainment whoever is a trainee the longest gets to be the leader mm -hmm. but like with other groups they have like other things like the oldest is the leader or like whoever is the most leader like i guess because for example um i don't remember the exact rule but um la seraphim's leader is um chewon who's the second oldest and like i'm pretty sure their rule is like whoever's the oldest or something like that the most experienced or whatever but the oldest is technically sakura who <laughs> agreed to be a member of la seraphim i believe the story was they agreed to be in the group as long as they weren't the leader <laughs> uh, which i found kind of funny yeah no i i could understand that speaking as a person who is in a musical group and is one of the leaders of that group uh sometimes i would rather not be <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like the leader has like a lot of responsibilities like occasionally writing songs and like taking care of the members and like doing a lot of other stuff that like probably takes a lot of energy out of you well yeah and you kind of have to be the manager of all the members and stuff especially when you're in a big group um no you're right like i am in a big group and we're not like a big you know famous pop group or anything like that and we don't have to deal with like a company trying to having to like approve everything that you do basically yeah but you know i think in music it, in any band there's always going to be people who take a more leader-like role because like in my experience at least if you try to make a band a democracy say <laughs> it's a it's a noble idea and i like that idea for a state or a government or whatever but in a band it, it doesn't it does it just typically doesn't work out unless you know there's going to be too many differences of opinions and sometimes somebody just has to have the final word on things and also like if you don't have a leader oftentimes decisions don't get made because nobody wants to make the decision it's just like it's just like being in a family or or uh a friend group or whatever like sometimes somebody just has to decide what we're going to have for dinner tonight <laughs> and if if left up to everybody you'll have a hard time reaching a decision sometimes yeah. Um, from what I've recently um, looked at, apparently 
Itzy's concept is like girl crush with like, you know, the fierce and confident women and whatever, which is kind of a pretty popular thing in at least K-pop girl groups, because I don't know why a boy group would have a girl crush concept. Yeah, d- we talked about that before. That was for uh, yeah. um, Blackpink. Yeah, Blackpink. Yeah. Which I think the idea of like a girl crush concept is pretty cool, even though the name doesn't really sound like what it actually is, because like, I think it would be better labeled as like empowerment to women or something like that, because girl crush, would th- you would think it's about somebody having a crush on a girl. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and I think that... like. Back in the day, <laughs> back in your day, back in my day, <laughs> uh, there were plenty of you know pop groups who had that same kind of attitude. It maybe wasn't as well defined as like calling it a concept, but like there were a lot of female groups who would explicitly state that they were, you know, they they called it girl power then or whatever, yeah, you know. Or in the more aggressive, uh, like, rock-oriented female-fronted groups, you know, they called it Riot Girl. Mm. Um, Never heard that term before. Oh, you've never heard of Riot Girl? Oh, that is something that (laughs) um, you might be interested in exploring. See, I'm learning things, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll maybe talk about Riot Girl some other time, but that was more of a, like, a guitar rock, but with a feminist perspective yeah so what else do i need to know about itsy well i was just thinking about like you know stray kids has like their animals and whatever and from what i remember i don't remember like the itsy ones very much at all because they're kind of confusing because i remember one of them was like a cat disguised as a bunny (laughs) what kind of an animal is that (laughs) um and like i know yeji is a fox, mm-hmm. a normal fox, and not a fox disguised as something else. Um, and I know Ryujin is a Chinese dragon, I believe. Okay. I don't remember what Leah or Taeyang or Yuna are. Um, but yeah, their animals are kind of confusing. But like, same with Twice, because I'm pretty sure in Twice, three of them are dogs, and like, two of them are like, two of the three are th- the same dog. They're like <laughs> twin dogs, I guess. Okay. The only one in Twice that I'm completely sure of is Neon, who's a bunny. Bunnies are pretty popular in K-pop. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Because, like, for example, in Twice, there's Neon, who's a bunny. In TXT, there's Subin, who's a bunny. Um, In Stray Kids, Lino's a bunny, and I could probably go on on more. Yeah, and... Bunnies. (laughs) I mean, if the goal is cute animals, then, like, obviously Bunny's going to come up a lot. And then in New Jeans, all of them are different colored bunnies. They're all bunnies. Everything about them is like bunnies, because their fan group is called bunnies. All right. Their whole thing is like Y2K and bunnies and stuff. But we'll okay. get into that some Yeah, other we're going to have to get into that when we get to the uh, New Jeans episode. But. Yeah. All right. Um, lots of bunnies. Yeah. Um, so I took down some notes on some songs that you mentioned, but mm-hmm. what... Uh, what songs would you recommend for me? Well, there are a lot of like good songs that they have and like they have a fun concept and like even though their lyrics I wouldn't really say are very girl crushy, they're still like very catchy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Cuz like I've never really noticed like a big thing of girl crush in most of their like more recent songs, I guess. But like 
in their song Not Shy, the title kind of tells you most about it. Mm-hmm. But probably Boys Like You, because that's an English song. Okay. I did that once at karaoke. It kind of has high notes, so I didn't really do it very well. And probably um, Treasure, if you don't have that one already written down. Oh, I should take note of that, because I am curious about that. Yeah, that one, that song's pretty cool. Especially the music video. I like the music video. Is it Alice in Wonderland themed, that song? Not really. Okay. More on mostly just the theme of Treasure Cat. All right, well, I guess I'll find out when I uh, check it out. Yeah. All right, anything else I need to know about Itzy? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. All right, so um, who are we going to talk about next week? Next week we're going to talk about NMIX, which is another JYP girl group. All right, we're continuing the trend (laughs) of JYP groups, because I know Stray Kids was, and so that'll be three in a row, I think. Yeah, three in a row. Okay, so... We will talk about NMIX next week, and mm-hmm. I will listen to some uh, Hitsy songs and have some reactions next time. And uh, I guess that's all for now. Until next time, thanks for listening. Anyway. Yeah, that, one, that song's pretty cool. Especially the music video. I like the music video. Is it Alice in Wonderland? Sorry. <laughs> my, brain, my brain processed there for a second. Because <laughs> I, I wanted to say Alice in Chains because I'm thinking about music. <laughs> but um, Alice in Wonderland themed, that song? Not really.